to Elevated Impressions. Welcome to Elevated Impressions. This is Laz and I am elevated on two uh, B2 gummies. And this is Cal and as usual, I'm elevated on a hybrid called Riddler. And this is Sean and today I am elevated on a hybrid breed called Three Hour Cliff. All righty. Okay, so I, we, we we did miss the first movie of Phase 4, Black Widow, but we gonna get back to that when it's free. Now, we... <laughs> October 9th or something like that. I think it's free on Disney+. Plus, So we will be watching it and reviewing it. Stay tuned. However, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings could not miss it it promised to be something like a feast for the eyes just an amazing movie to see and we're going to talk about it was it a feast for the eyes was it as amazing as they said it was i am going to caution you guys you're probably going to hear some spoilers so if you haven't seen the movie you might want to stop it now and come back after you've seen it or if you don't care about spoilers, continue to listen. But here we go. We've got three categories, characters, visuals, and story. Um, really quickly, Shang-Chi is about this dude who left his, ran away from his crazy ass fucking family because his dad is a fucking psycho, comes to San Francisco, lives his life as a valet park driver, Parker dude, gets attacked because he got a crazy fucking family. He comes from his sister, gets attacked. He fights his dad because his dad's hearing fucking voices. And that's the movie. So starting off with... <laughs> I need with... you to do a synopsis of every movie we watch from now on. That's oh, the rule. Man. You're doing them. Speed I don't care who's I don't care who's narrating the episode. You are doing the fucking synopsis. <laughs> So our first category is characters. Last, talk to us about characters for this movie. So for characters for the movie, I think, I I, I think first off, my expectations were pretty low because I wasn't really sure. They, they promised a lot, but I'm like Shang Chi. Um, I don't know. Uh, but I think we see, you know, we see the characters that were were basically laid out, and I think they were expected because we saw them in trailers and we knew what to expect. The father, the sister, you know, kind of everybody from there. Um, but I like, I like the stories of the characters. I think you know, overall, everybody had a decent story and a decent setup, um, and it felt really believable. Everybody's character felt believable, um, and I think that was really nice. Uh, it felt like you know, it didn't seem far fetched, um, and I you know enjoyed character the character development in the two hours plus that we saw um through it um so i think for characters you know given this the time and introducing a lot of new characters uh, the only one that i really didn't care for i would say was uh razor fist um that character just like they like never said his name like he, it was just a weird place for him and then he showed up awkwardly a lot in the, the movie um he was one of the ones where I was like, huh. Um, but in regards to basically the setup characters and supporting characters, I enjoyed. So I'm going to give uh, 3.5 clouds. Cal? I would basically kind of agree. Um, I, there was really, there was really no character that really like wowed me 
you know, his sister Jialing was pretty cool, but then she kind of like took a step back and kind of let him have the reins. And I get it, he's the star of the show and all, but like, kind of wish she'd have a bit more of an important ending, right? Kind of. Um, I didn't really care for Katie. Um, I, I get it. I didn't really care for her. It just seemed like it was just too much. Um, I, I know he needed a sidekick kind of character. That's cool, but I wasn't sure if they were trying to go for the comedic, comedic relief side character, or if we were going to have uh, eventually be like a full sidekick superhero kind of thing. I wasn't sure where her character was trying to fall, so it didn't really impress me too much. What, was there uh, romantic aspect to that too? Like, I, I just couldn't I tell. So. I really couldn't tell. Yeah. No, no, I don't think so. They, 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 they hit that friend zone hard. Like they said, they put that shit out out front. Like the grandma was like, "When y'all gonna get married?" And he's like, "Now nah, we just friends." Like not even a not even a uh, exclamation or like a, a stutter or now nah. he'll be like, "Now nah, we're just friends." Yeah, Shut but I shit. think towards the end, I just started getting like a different vibe. Like at the end, yeah, of that's that's why I was confused. Is I was like, they hit it so hard. She was playing that comedic character, like a good sidekick. But towards by by the end of the movie, I was like, I'm not sure what's going on here. So that he did that, lay his head on her shoulder mm. and stuff like that, right? He, that that did happen, right? But I don't. I didn't. I wasn't okay. I guess in my opinion, they, they just don't have chemistry. Like you, you know how you can see some characters together. And like yeah, they they have that rich chemistry. They just don't. I didn't. I didn't feel it. So maybe they could go there. You know, not sure. Right. Um, Master Gungbo, he was my favorite character because he was just cool. I thought that was great. <laughs> um, I do love the costume for the Death Dealer. That was spot on. It looked really well done. I was impressed with that. Um, other than that, it was kind of just there for me. Um, Shang Chi was cool. Another traumatized hero from you know issues with the past with the family. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Great. Uh, that sucks. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So ultimately, I gave characters a three. Yeah. I um. <laughs> I thought the characters were okay. Um, I thought I thought they were good. I disagree about Katie. I thought Katie was going, I, I expected Aquafina to be overbearing and a lot because that's how she normally is. And I thought, I thought that she had moments in here, but I thought she downplayed a lot and I was so grateful for it. I was kind of proud of her to be quite honest for this. I was like, okay, she can be like, you know, not a lot. <laughs> so, I and, actually didn't and, watch anything with her in it. Oh my God, child, you will be surprised. I guess that's why. Yeah. <laughs> I think most recently she did Raya, right? She was, she yeah. was the, the dragon from Raya, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and her energy is just always at like 120, which is fine, do that if that's you, you know what? But I needed a break and I felt like I got a break from that in this movie, um, I, which makes me really excited. Not really excited, which makes me less nervous to see her as Scuttle in The Little Mermaid. Um, but, in regards to that, like that potential romance between Katie and Shang-Chi, I hope they don't do that. I really hope they don't do that because it would be nice to just see a story where, you know, we had um, Black Widow and Hawkeye, they were like friends, you know? Yep. It would be nice to see a, you know, male, female relationship that doesn't 
have to end like all of Dick Grayson's do. So I <laughs> think <laughs> that was good. Um, I don't think that there were any characters that really stood out to me, but I thought the ones that were there were good. So I gave it a four. Next, we've got visuals. Um, I thought this movie was fucking beautiful. I thought it was really beautiful, especially, um, well, for one, the choreography and the fighting was, it was just really good. I loved it. Um, that's what the fuck Mortal Kombat should have done. But anyways, I feel like mm. <laughs> the choreography was just so good. I thought the um, creatures that we got to see were great. The the phoenixes, the nine tails, the dragon. Um, I thought that the like mystical elements that we got to see in the film were really, really great. You know, I expect Marvel to have superb graphics and I got them. So I gave visuals a five. Cal? Yeah, I'm right there with you. Like I went into this movie and when we got like a good way through it and we started really seeing um, them show off their different abilities and, you know, uh, the, the powers that they have, I, I, I didn't feel like I was in a Marvel movie anymore. It was mystical. It was it was it was lighthearted. It was fun. It was bright as fuck. Um, the colors were amazing throughout. And then we got to the end of it and you have the Death Eater, Soul Eater, whatever it's called, fighting against the uh, the um, ancient dragon and shit. I felt like I went from just a regular movie to an anime. Now I'm in Final Fantasy fucking 15 and shit, living life. Like it was, it was yeah. great. I loved it. It was beautiful. It set a new standard for me and what I hope that they kind of continue doing with any movie that has magic or mystic arts or anything like that. Like mm -hmm. keep that high level of visual quality. So I gave it a five as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt like I was watching two movies. I felt like I started out watching a badass martial arts movie that was beautifully choreographed, that felt real, that had real martial arts moves that were believable, like stuff we didn't really see in Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, it was awesome. I mean, it was great. And then we get further in the movie, we start seeing more mystic type abilities and magic and it's beautiful it was beautiful like the creatures were believable the setting was like how like you said the colors were bright uh, i mean they blew it out the water like you know to shift from such a real world real set pieces to more green screen back pieces where you're in a mystic fantasy you know universe or area the way they blended the two just was honestly flawless um this is where this movie shines five clouds perfect all righty last category is story cal you take us away all right so i was conflicted with this movie when it came into its story right it felt so unlike a regular mcu starter movie because a lot of the times they kind of hold that deep, dark family backstory for later iterations of things. And they usually give you like that fun coming of age hero story. Um, and this took a departure, right? Like it went through some deep shit right off the bat, some dark family traumas, death of his mother, like, and it, it showed it in a very intense and deep way. Like, like we, we saw it all, like no quick flashback, like it gave all the details. So I was conflicted. It didn't feel like a regular Marvel movie, but after I kind of just 
let it go and take it for what it was, it actually turned out really well. I, I enjoyed the overall conflict with his dad. Um, they made it more complex than normal. It wasn't just that he was hell-bent on the death of his wife. It was actually that he was being mentally manipulated. His his trauma and his sorrow was being used against him and weaponized. So that was cool. Um, I kind of like the relationship he had with his sister. She didn't forgive him right off the bat and kicked his ass in the beginning. That was that was great. I loved it. Um, yeah, it was it was all pretty solid. I I, I wasn't like overly impressed, but it, it was pretty good. So I gave it a four. Guys, you know. I think we got to see storytelling done differently than we normally do in the MCU. Um, it seemed reverse, you know, it, it just, you know, I wasn't on board. It didn't buy me in right away. And I feel like the MCU ch- movies try to buy you in right away. First, first, you know, 30 minutes, it wants to get you invested here. I was, I got more interested the longer the movie got, you know, and the movie felt less like, the story felt less like, a story of Shang-Chi and more of like a grief of his father and them getting over the grief of losing their mother and what that did to their family. You got to see them go through their trauma individually, the sister, Shang-Chi, the father, and how that collectively changed their life and changed their present and future. Um, and I think it was really nice. It was a really nice different, different change of events um it took some buy-in from me um i think it was different it was a a nice experience um yeah i think i'm gonna give it a a 4.5 stars maybe um i was leaning towards four four but i I think they did a good job and i commend them for being different final answer (sighs) we'll go 4.5 all (laughs) right yeah i um i thought the storytelling was good the only thing that bothered me was the back and forth between the now and you know giving us them flashbacks um it was just too distracting for me personally um and i wish they would have just given me the, like what what cow you watched naruto it felt like that's what, that's what i'm saying fucking like anime like it shouldn't have bothered you, you. The, the stru- flashbacks were, were good they were good. They weren't wasteful. They were purposeful. They were story. okay. So, so y'all gave y'all scores. Let me give my motherfucking. <laughs> <laughs> the flashbacks were great, and I just wish I would have got them all together instead of all the going back and forth. That's what the fuck I was saying. So, um, I gave story a four. Um, finally, we've got another category. If we deem that there is something else that we want to grant stars for, last anything for you. Um, nothing, nothing worthy of stars. I, I, um, but I would definitely say, I think, um, I think they pulled up strong in phase four and they did it a different way. And I, I would hope that they, they do this moving forward. They change the tone of their movies and make them more individual, right? This felt like an individual story that will connect to, you know, the greater universe. Um, and you know, it's top tier. Um, so kudos to that, but no additional stars or clouds. I would give one cloud. I went and saw it um, in the XD theater. So it's like the 3D surround sound, all the lovely stuff. And the choreography for the music and the soundtracks, it was it was great. It was, it, it, it was one of the few movies that paying for that version of the theater was really worth it. 
And I thought, you know, I'm going back to the theaters for the first time in the year. Let's, let's, you might as well go the full experience, right? And it was really good. I, I really enjoyed that. So I'll, I'll give it a clap for that. Awesome. I um, I thought it was a great movie, but I don't think I'm going to give it any more clouds. Um, so with that being said, we each gave 13 clouds. So we've got a final average of 4.33 clouds. Any final thoughts on this score um, and any final words on this uh, movie? And while we're on that, there were there was a mid-credit scene and a post-credit scene. So if you guys have any thoughts on that, let's hear them. Kyle, you go first. Final thoughts on the movie. I hope they keep changing up the formula of these introductions for new superheroes. So I'm, I'm hoping Ella, the Eternals takes that and puts their own spin on it. Um, and we see where that goes. Um, mid-credit and post-credit scenes. Uh, they were there. Cool. I, I don't, yeah, it was there. That was it for me. Sound like okay. Thanks. <laughs> um, you know, um, you know, I've heard people say that this is the best movie they watched in the MCU. Um, and I don't know if I'll go that far, but I can say that it didn't feel like a superhero movie and I enjoyed it. And it is, you know, top tier for, for uh, movies. Um, and you know, in regards to the mid credit and the post credit scene, uh, post credit scene, okay, cool. You know, 10 rings are coming back. Sisters taking over. Nah. Okay. We'll see what's going on with that. Nothing super special. So, you know, and then we see, you know, the, you know, the mid credit scene with, you know, everybody on the holograms, uh, with Bruce Banner, Captain Marvel. Uh, that was cool that they chose them. I think they were being strategic on who they chose to be and um, who they chose to, to, to have on the holograms, which was interesting. Um, and I think one point that I noticed is the energy, the energy glow. We always talk about mystic powers, right? In um, in the MCU, saying she's rings were glowing goldish um, and them not knowing what it's signaling or, you know, stuff from there. You know, I think that was a cool little mystery that they're setting up. and. Looking at the Eternals trailer, it looks like their powers glow that same color. So um, it was a cool, you know, cameo play, you know, for what possibly could come in the future. I enjoyed it, but honestly, it was just on par with what we see at the end of every Marvel movie. Some sort of setup that will pay off in another two to three movies. Yeah, no real big reveals, I think. Um, I saw a lot of people talking about Bruce Banner not being the Hulk anymore. He's back in human form um, as Bruce Banner. Um, no huge reveals though so it'll yeah you know they were there um in regards to <laughs> um but the movie i thought it was great i can't wait to see the next i can't wait to see eternals i can't wait to see spider-man i can't wait to see dr strange i'm just very excited that it's back because 2020 was a very long year so 2021 they've just been beating us and i'm just ready for more to come so before we go I do want to make a call out. I, you know, I like to let you guys know where we are in regards to our rankings. Um, so, Invincible is still at the top with 4.8. Shang-Chi is coming in at second place with 4.33. Then we've got Castlevania at 4.25, Rick and Morty Season 5 at 4.00, and WandaVision at 3.83. And we don't need to talk about the other ones. So... <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you for joining us today at Elevated Impressions. This is Laz. This is Cal. And I'm Sean. Don't forget to like and subscribe. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks for flying with us, folks. See you next time on Elevated Impressions. Thanks for flying with Elevated Impressions. 